Alright, everybody got a mic check? About a fist from your mouth? Mic check, one, two, one, two. I'm good, I'm always good. Yeah, you're good. See, told you. I'm always bad. <laughs> I've expected it the worst. <laughs> no, you're good. What? The first time. The I'm first good. Time. I'm panicking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're great. Everybody's like, I'm good, I'm good. No, nah, you're great. <laughs> I'm panicking. I'm panicking. This is going to be a good podcast. Yeah. I, I know so. like three subjects we're going to talk about. All right, so let's talk about it. Tech Talk. We <laughs> Introduce us. Up, yeah. So, guys, um, we're, we went live. Uh, we're going to try to go on live every Thursday. That way I don't have to, like, break them down and fix them and um, just wait to post them. Normally, Trevor be sitting in the seat that we are, that I'm in right now because that's his job now. But Trev is out with COVID, so we're, you know, waiting on him to get better and get back. Anyway, I'm Coach Jimmy. This is Jay Shields. We done another podcast with him, uh, but we haven't posted it yet because I'm a slacker. Yeah, I missed that one actually. And then we got Bam and Coach Taylor. Um, so I did a live video on Facebook, and I asked the world. I said, "World, if you had only one year <clears throat> left to live, and you're healthy for that year." You only have one year left. You know, like the day you're going to die, a year from now, what would you do? Like, what would your life look like? What would you do different for that whole year? You knew, like, all right, it's over. Money's not an option or kind of option or just whatever you want. Right now, whatever you have, whatever you're capable of, if all you had was one year. And that was a fact. And that was a fact. Oh. All you have is one year. What would you do? I, I think I know, like, just off the top of my head, without people giving me ideas. Uh, of course, quit my job. There's no point working that last year. No. I would want to drive across the United States. I've always wanted to do, like, the old Route 66. I would drive it. And then I would also do, like, the Pacific Coast Highway. And, like, just do, like, an ultimate road trip and see America. And see, like, things that interest me that I want to see. What would be the point of that? Just to enjoy my time. Like, that, like I'm not going to hole up for a year in my house and not do nothing. And, like, there's no point in just continuing to live the current life, you know. Like, I love training and stuff, but if I know I'm going to die, like, I want to go see something. Like, I want to, like, I would explore America and see some sites and mountains and lakes and views visit places i gotcha so taylor i don't know i really don't know i'm sitting here thinking about it and i mean i was joking before we started the podcast that i'm so tired that i'm like delirious and stupid right now but i i like my life right now i don't know that i would do anything any differently i would still Keep working, still paying down debt where my family isn't left with it, and just would they be left with it though if they didn't sign with you? I don't know. I, like no, that there's if they have no, like would it, I? Well, I guess it depends on the kind of debt because it will go to like your estate. Hmm. 
Because so like I wouldn't even worry about my mortgage. That ain't gonna fall on nobody. Just repossess my house. Don't don't care. That ain't gonna be. That ain't gonna fall on my family. Don't care. I don't know. I, I mean, just. I like what I'm doing right now. Jay, honestly, I see myself doing like some kind of underground fighting type deal. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why. Well, I mean, I would try to get as many <laughs> fights as I could before I before I died, because that would be what I want to do. I know I've been wanting to fight all my life. I only got a fucking year left. I mean, I'm gonna try to fight as much as I can. So three vastly different answers. Like I'm talking about going to see like Boston Red Sox at Fenway and America. She wouldn't do any, like change anything. You're gonna fight. Like what would you do, Jimmy? Underground Fight Club, apparently. You know <laughs> <laughs> it was straight up the first rule of Fight Club. We don't talk about fights. You've already broke the first rule. Y'all already got kicked out. got kicked out. They already. Uh, <laughs> Jason, I'll start my own. Guys, let us know if the, the sound is right. It seems like it's peaking you here. You got people watching now? Uh, I, don't, I can't tell. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to use this stuff. <laughs> uh, I stream off. on Twitch. I stream on Twitch. Mm. I'm not a YouTube streamer. I'm going to start streaming here, though. So that is what it is. Anyway, um, now, honestly, what I would do... I enjoy my life the way that it is. Um, I've created my life in the last couple of years to do this, and I enjoy it. Um, I would continue coaching. Um, one thing that I would really, really strive for is um, I, I'd want to get my black belt like before, before you know, pass or whatever, because I've I've been in this twenty years and haven't earned that yet. So. I want to earn that. Um, I'll, the funny thing about that is, is like I want so bad to to like give people my jujitsu, like what I do, how I do. And I spent the last seven years kind of building our style of jujitsu and the way we do. It's like a lot of what we do is like. I, it's mine and the way that we do stuff the way that we pressure the way that we hang our weight and do everything real it's it seems real like high output but it's not we have lazy jujitsu it's like get position put your weight on them and make them move and then put more weight on them make them move make them uncomfortable make them move make them uncomfortable let them move and then hang them with their movement that, and that's our style of jiu-jitsu, and I really want people to carry on my, my style of jiu-jitsu. So I don't think I would change anything. And uh, I, one thing that I know I'm going to do even now is I'm going to start doing a lot more seminars and sharing what, like, what I think is important in grappling. And I'm, I'm going to go around. I've got three of them kind of nailed down. I got, I got a several that I'm supposed to do, but it, they're so far away, like from here. I got to make the time to make the trip, and I'm I just got to start doing it, and uh, that's something that I want to do is go around doing seminars. So somebody said you got one year left, I would just travel and go to gym to gym to gym and just do seminars and like teach my style jujitsu and share. Try to leave that behind for everybody. I think that's that would be my answer. Um, as long as I stayed healthy for the whole year, you know. Yeah. So, 
What are you guys' answers? Leave it in the comments. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell so you guys get notifications when we do this. Uh, I was actually supposed to go live from Tech Talk, but I went live from Coach Jimmy. So this podcast is going to be on my Coach Jimmy instead of Tech Talk. I just realized that. She said it a minute ago, and it didn't click until just now. But you'll have it saved so you can post it on Tech Talk as well, right? Yeah, I'll have it saved so I can post it in both places. Okay. This should have went live on uh, Tech Talk, though. But I mean, it is what it is. We, we'll get it. We'll figure this stuff out. That's why, we need, that's why we need our man Trevor here to keep me straight. But yeah. anyway, so there's that. Um, there's our four answers, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> Bam, you had some other topics you wanted to bring up and talk about. Yeah. There's a few, actually. Do <laughs> uh, you have some topics, Jay? You got a notepad. Oh, no. I just, I just seen it. I just picked it up. Okay. <laughs> you wanted it. You well, just blowing his cover. <laughs> Jay, was, Jay was trying to look intelligent holding a notepad. And you, you don't just, even have the, didn't you just the camera blew, on him. You just blew his cover. <laughs> you didn't have the camera on him, so it didn't matter. Oh, the first thing was we had planned to talk about this, and we did a podcast, uh, and we said we would wait for Taylor for this one. And specifically, I want to wait for her to join on this one because she had an experience as well. And I feel we could compare the experiences and just talk about it. Uh, and for those that follow me on Instagram, like, they've already heard this story because I posted it on my story. Uh, and I, all, everyone in this room knows the story as well. So uh, I was at Walmart. It seems like everything always happens at Walmart to me. Yes. Especially in this town. I, I fucking hate Walmart. I'll go on record. I hate Walmart. But I always need something more than like one thing, and it's the one-stop shop for everything. So anyway, at Walmart. And uh, this could have happened like oh, <laughs> way different than what it did. But I thought, like, there's things I thought I could have done differently. But thinking back, I think, like, to, for the situation and for it not to escalate, I handled it well. So I'm at Walmart pushing my buggy, and... I see this guy like loop around and get behind me. And I'm walking and I'm looking out the corner of my eye and I see him walking behind me. Never, let me put this out there, like I never felt like in danger or like spider sense is like, okay, there's something wrong. I saw like his group of buddies up ahead, like five or six of them, and they're looking and like starting to giggle and stuff. I'm like, okay, I know what's up. Like I'm the butt end of a joke. They're having a good time. And, uh, they just seem like some young punks. That's exactly what they seem like. Bam's fixing to be the, the world star of the knockout game. <laughs> <laughs> so I could, like, well, and I keep glancing. Like, I see them, and he's closer. And he gets close enough to where if I would have swung my hand around behind me, I would have slapped him. Like, he was that close. And thinking back, like, I could have easily done that, like, swung around, like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't, though. Like, I never, like, say, I never felt in danger. I felt like they were doing, you know, a joke. They're young punks. And, like, the way you were raised, Jimmy, like, you being a fighter, you, I feel like you would know, like, you could tell if someone was about it. Right. I never got that feeling from them like they were about it. Like, would fight or throw down. Like, I never felt in danger at all. I was like, they're having fun, but don't make me the button of your joke. Like, okay, I'm not going to give them the reaction that they're expecting. So I keep walking, keep walking. And he's doing like a funny step behind me. I don't, I don't even know if he notices it. I notice him. 
I get, I'll wait till I'm in between. I'm in his group of friends. So I got like, I'm surrounded. I stop and start walking backwards and walk right into him and step on his shoes. That's a bonus. I did not intentionally step on his shoes. I happened to step on his shoes. I wholeheartedly meant to bump into him. That was intentional. Because I think in the boondock scene, every time he says this, like when uh, Stick Meaner found him outside of the mall, he's like, I smell new shoes. You got to watch the episode. <laughs> I've, seen all, I've seen all the boondocks. Yeah, I've like seen them. New shoes. New, new shoes. shoes. <laughs> that episode. What, what's his name? Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Ruckus? Yeah, Uncle. Uh, Stick Meaner um, and uh, Granddad. Yeah. It was outside the mall and he stepped on the shoes. So. I felt like this could have been one of those moments. I can't say it. That, you know? And that's what, I, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. You know what I was talking about. Yeah. Like one of those moments. So anyway, I stopped walking. Like stop, start walking backwards, bump into him. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. And then I just keep walking forward. And I cut over like a couple aisles where I could still hear what was going on. But so I was, now you're eavesdropping on them. Eavesdropping. Because now I'm like, okay, let's see how they react. Because now if they, like, depend on how they take it, they might want to look for me. Now I'm like, okay, I can hear them. I'm like, okay. Because I was ready for a fight, but I wasn't looking for one. Were they clowning on him? That's it. So, I could see out of my eye that he was flabbergasted, like, what just happened? And all his friends, Stop like... Stop using them five-dollar words. <laughs> flabbergasted. All his friends, like, as soon, soon as I stopped and walked backwards and bumped into him, like, they sucked in air, like, <gasps> what? He stepped on his shoes, man. So, I hear them. They're Don't like... nobody <laughs> step on my shoes. So, I hear them, and they're like... <laughs> Like, they're, like, kind of clowning him, like, dude, like, oh, that was fully intentional. Like, he saw us. Like, he meant to do that and all. Gassing him up. Gassing him up. And I'm like, so I wait, and I go, like, do a couple circles. You know, I'm looking. I, they, they have gone by this point. I'm like, okay. If I bump into him again, I bump into him again. But I'm, every time I'm going down to the aisle, like, I'm looking just in case. If they want a confrontation, okay. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll do a confrontation. But I don't want to get blindsided. So I end up going to the grocery side. Like this happened over by electronics. I walk over to the grocery side and I'm looking. I'm actually uh, like in the wine aisle. Like, you know what? I might grill this weekend. I'm going to buy me a bottle of wine. Again, I'm an adult. Do what I want. No one tell me I can't. So I'm sitting there looking at the wine. See this guy. He comes around and I see him because he has like a this white shirt on. So he stood out. And I'm like, okay. It's here not, we go. Here we go. It's not over. So I hold a bottle of wine because I don't know how many they were going to use, but I know how many were in that group. <laughs> so I'm holding my bottle of wine. And uh, he comes up. He's like, uh, uh, hey, man. Like, uh, over there, like, he kind of stepped on my shoes, and I feel like it was intentional. And uh, immediately, like, I see his friend filming, and I'm like, oh. So they're continuing with this. They won't. Yeah, like around the corner filming. Exactly like that. And uh, I'm like, I'm not going to react the way they want. And I'm not going to get in a back and forth argument. I'm not going to escalate it. I'm just going to play it cool and then see where it goes. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I bumped into someone over there. I didn't see him. I said, excuse me. And he's like, no, homie, these are $170 shoes. I'm like, I, I, I really like that. I apologize already, so he's like, okay. I'm like, okay. And now what? And he stares at me. His friend walked up beside him and was like, man, hit him. 
I'm like, oh, this dude that uh, they had gassed up, like you could tell in his face, like he didn't know what to do and he really didn't want to do anything. But his friends have gassed him up and he's trying to save face. But I'm not giving him the reaction that he wants to save face. Like I'm not arguing, I'm not creating a confrontation. He's filming, and you see all these things that go viral where you don't know what led up to it, but someone looks like a jackass. I'm not going to be the jackass. So I'm like, I already apologize. And I just stand there and shrug like, all right. I know if they're going to do something, though, I'm about, like, he's a hefty boy. I'm front-kicking him right in his stomach, and then his friend's getting a wine bottle on the head. <laughs> and then we can see where it goes from there. Bam's got a plan. <laughs> Yeah, he was going to use that wine bottle before. Yeah, the so, but then his, like, you could see, like, he was defeated. He, like, his shoulder slump, and he holds his head. He turns on and walks off, and his friend just stares, like, back and forth between the two of us. He turns on walk around and walks off. He gets to the end aisle, and I hear his friends bust out laughing. Like, he's still, like, they're still on him. But there's nothing he could do to save face. And, like, that was the end of it. There's many times during that where, like, I could have been in danger. It could have escalated. I could have been made to look like a jackass. I could have swung around and hit the guy, and no telling what would have happened. But the vibe I got from him and how I handled it, I thought, like, that was the best case. I don't know. I was going to get your thoughts on it, and then we could talk about Taylor's. Like, Taylor's, uh, all, like, situation, her interaction, a lot more dangerous than, like, what I felt. Like, I never, like, I, I giggled. Like, I was laughing about it. Like, I called you laughing. Like, dude, you never know what just happened. Yeah. So, like, so what do y'all think about it? I would have, I would have whipped my hair back like that <laughs> and accidentally headbutted him in the face. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my hair was in my eyes. My hair was in my eyes. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I see, like, we always say, I could have easily just swung around and be like, whoa. I was scared. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> but see, I never felt that. Yeah. Uh, they just did not give that vibe off just, at all. Just blast double him. <laughs> Take him down. <laughs> hammer fist him. What's going on? This dude snuck up on me out of nowhere. He's trying to get me. <laughs> I was That's scared. What you. He's trying to get you. <laughs> He's trying to get me. So, I don't what, know what, what you have done, done, Jay. What would you have done, I, I would have did the same thing you did. I would have shook my hair. <laughs> I, I definitely would have turned him and like, where is it again? And like I'm pointing towards Al. Oh, dude, so that would have just smack him in the head. If I had someone with me, that would have been the move. Like, oh, what's up? Bam! He'd be, like, be like, it's over there. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm turning hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have been that close. Didn't even I, I, see, I forget this because this has been a few, like a month now. But like, uh, after he said, like, you know, his hundred seven dollars shoes. I'm like, you walking kind of close to me. He's like, that's when like he's like, no, no, like, I went down the shoe aisle. Like you did it on purpose. And then that's when I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna. He would have fought me. How to you spend a hundred and seventy dollars on that <laughs> shit? Yes, what, that's what, what I'm saying. Those? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are those? That's one of those where I could have, like, I could have really made him the butt end of the like, joke. Yeah. Like, you, what are they? I would have 100% went in on that. I'd have like, been like... You spent $107 on that shit? Like, what are you wearing? I'd have been like, well, you, did you feel something hit you when you walked out the store? Like, damn it. 170 for, 170 for those? Those ain't even Jay's, my man. <laughs> nah. It's so funny. You can always look back and think about things. But when you're in yeah. that kind of situation, it's like... 
All right. Well, what are my options? Well, exactly. And I've never, in I've a never situation, experienced that. Well, in a situation, I'm like, one, I'm not going to – I don't want to react the way they expect me to react. See, and I'm not going to be, like, made to be the butt in a joke or the jackass. That's the only thing I knew going in. That's it. I agree. And I was actually going to say this. It reminds me, like, you don't get the reaction they expect. You did this before when y'all went to get the ping pong table. And someone was talking about, like, I heard y'all talking shit. Who's talking shit? And you're like – yeah, I was. And he just immediately... Oh like, my gosh, like, I forgot about that. And he's that. like, well, why what do you, you mean? Doing like, why? Why are you doing Because he didn't... Like, no <laughs> one was talking it, right? Like, you tell did the story. We, did we tell that story on here? No, we yeah. haven't. So go ahead. Like, I will let Taylor tell hers. We'll let Taylor tell hers, and I'll tell mine. Mine's okay. definitely not as good as the ping pong story. Mine is actually slightly terrifying. Like, yours <laughs> is the more... Guy is in jail we'll, right we'll, give, we'll give this the good story. And uh, we'll give the good story, and then, uh, I mean, we'll give your story, then we'll give the, the so ping pong story. it's one of them things. Compliment, critique, compliment. I was a funny story. Now the heavy. Dun, dun, dun. And then we'll go back to the funny story. Right. There we go. Now, I don't know. I was, that guy tried to get me. Like, so, I was, uh, it was the day of the competition, the kids comp that we were doing, and we needed water for the ref. Um, and so Jimmy asked me, hey, will you run go get some waters for us? And I was like, sure, no problem. So I'm in his truck, and um, I parked in Eastman. There's a gas station, and on the other side of the gas station there is an ice machine. So I was like, well, I'll just go there, and I can get a case of waters and ice all at the same time. I won't have to go to two separate places. So I'd already gotten the waters, put them on the back of the truck, and I walked over to the ice machine, and some guy pulled up in a car and um, started talking to me, and he had a mask pulled up, and he had an accent, and I couldn't really hear him. And so I was just like, yeah, you know, have a good day, and walked away from him. Well, I had my bag of ice. I was on the back of the truck, and I had to empty the cooler. So it took me a little bit. So I'm over there, and I'm emptying the cooler. And he pulls up behind the truck and, like, blocks me in. And I was like, What's going on? And he gets out, and he's like, you need to come with me. You're so beautiful. You just need to come. You need to come. And he grabs my arm and tried to pull me in the car with him. That was like, no. And I just kind of pulled my arm back. But I had already thought, as soon as he touched me, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to throw this dude. Like, this is one of those situations where this dude about to get me. And he was trying, and he kept saying, he was like, just touch my body. You'll never leave me again. And he ended up telling me his name. He told me where he lived. And um, so I told him, he kept on for a couple of minutes, and I kept trying to, you know, brush him off and brush him off. And I told him he needed to leave. And finally, I was like, listen, I'm leaving. You got to go. And he finally pulled away, and I didn't think, I mean, I got back to the gym, and I was like, this guy just tried to put me in his car. But I didn't feel like, oh, no, he's this terrible person. I just thought he was a creepy old man. And then I get on Facebook. My mom calls me, and she said, you need to go look at what I just shared. And this same guy was trying to pick up teenage girls, like, yeah. walking down the road, and was trying to get them. So I ended up having to file a police report, and they got the guy who then was, like, yelling at me in the police station and waved bye to me as I'm walking That's out. still trying yeah, to Yeah, he's, you. like, waving. I was like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, they got him uh, for simple battery, for grabbing me, and for um, 
endangering children or soliciting a minor or and there was something actually like, like a warrant out on him yeah in florida because he was from florida um so he's still in jail he's got some felony charges and but it was crazy because thinking back like if that would have happened to me five years ago i would have probably been like oh no please leave me alone like i would have been like this little squeak of a mouse but this time i was like dude if you don't let me go like i'm gonna boom you and i thought about it and i was like oh i could take care i'm not scared of you <laughs> it was like one of those where i kind of wanted to stick my tongue out mm-hmm. but yeah like ooh, danger ooh. yeah <laughs> well just think, if it was <laughs> i would have felt like i would have been in danger five years ago but this time i was like this creepy old guy he's not gonna do anything like just leave me alone i felt like just kind of shooing him off i didn't feel like i was in danger i felt like i could take care of myself if i needed to so i was just and then when i found out he was trying to get kids i was like okay maybe i should tell someone about this because right. i know this guy like he told me his name he told me where he lived and y'all this guy was getting ready he was getting him some girls because they caught him laying tiles in a shed in the middle of the woods oh see, i hadn't heard that part yeah See what? Yeah, because the officer stopped and talked to us. We were walking. He was laying tile. He had bought land in the middle of the woods and had sheds put up and was laying tiles down. Are you done bust like a sex trafficking ring? Yeah, like he was. He was trying to get girls for real. Shit, like yeah, yeah. like he had um he had actually gotten like land and set up like well like a um a gated like a gated community. Like RVs, all kind of stuff out there. They, it was, it was, it was kind of crazy. And yeah. that's what he was wanted for in Florida, was uh, basically uh, stalking and and grabbing minors. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing you did report it then. Yeah, um, which because looking back, I at first I felt bad about it because I was like he didn't do anything to me that I felt warranted getting arrested because I didn't feel. Yeah, like I was just like, okay, you know, he's a pervert. Like, there's been worse. But then, like, more details came out, and I was like, oh my gosh. But you, I know that he knew that he wasn't doing anything wrong with me because he had been too sneaky. Like, in Florida, they had arrested him several times and had nothing to hold him with. So, with me, he knew that I was of age. He knew that he wasn't doing anything wrong. So, that's why he told me everything that he told me, like, where he lived at and everything. And he used the story that he was from Florida, and he bought all that land in case, like, they had to evacuate Florida and for his family to come. But it was nuts. Deep in the woods. Deep in the woods, <laughs> laying tiles in sheds, trying to pick up girls. Yeah, that How dude. crazy is that? That's, that's nuts. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I hadn't yeah. heard that part. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Georgia, mainly it's because of Atlanta and Macon, <laughs> but I know Georgia is one of the hubs, like, throughputs for uh, sex trafficking. Oh, Savannah is one of the biggest places in the world. Because the port... Yep. I know Atlanta because mm-hmm. uh, the airport is yep. the busiest airport in the world, mm-hmm. they said. Yep. So it's a major hub for sex trafficking. Yeah, Wade said it would. it's because Jimmy would rip him apart. <laughs> no, that man wasn't even worried about you. <laughs> that man said, because I told him, I said, we on Tech Center? And he was like, oh, I don't care about him. You just come with me. 
okay. I was waiting. I don't for, think you understand. I was waiting, like when you got back, where it was the day of the kids' comp, getting ready to start it, and I was waiting, like, for Jimmy to say something. But in my head, I'm like, so we about to ride back over there? No, like, this man <laughs> was just like, all right, you made it here. Let's go. Like, we got to start competition. He wasn't even concerned. <laughs> like, I was kind of like, did, did he, like, do we need to look outside? Did he follow you? Let's go see if he's here. No, like, like no one was concerned. Mr. This is what Bale, you had turned me into, yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> no, like, no one was concerned. Mr. Mail was like, well, you should tell someone about that. But that was the I think my, my reaction was, uh, did you throw him? Like, yeah, you, it was like, like what did, you, did boom, you do? Like, did you boom him? Yeah. Like, that was my reaction. Like, what'd you do? <laughs> I was ready. Like, I had a plan in my head what was going to go down if he didn't let See, me go or touch one. me again. Nothing, because, nothing ever goes according to plan. No, but I, I had you, you make plans and God goes, ha. Huh. Yeah. Because, I mean, he had blocked me in, so I had to do something. And, like, he, he had to go somewhere. See, I want to buy one of those, like, the knuckle dusters. It's just like the big ring, and it's made to punch somebody. Oh, gosh. Golly. <laughs> it's called, like, a knuckle duster. Never. Um, brass knuckles? Well, what you can get what it is like brass knuckles see depending on where you're at they're illegal it's a deadly weapon but the knuckle duster you can say oh that's if i get trapped in my car like, if i run to the river i gotta bust the window out well not now because you just announced to the world well, that's what, what it's for. for and that's what it's yeah. advertised <laughs> as but uh only plan i have ever have for a fight is not to die that's wade that's, that's a good plan yeah mine was not to get yeah, got by that die. man Hey, all right, guys, so just for the people that are just now joining us, uh, at the beginning of the podcast, we asked the question, if you only had one year to live, if you were going to be healthy, you knew you was going to be healthy, and you have one year to live, what would you do? Uh, we all gave our answers at the beginning of the podcast, uh, so you can go back and watch that if you're just now joining us. Let us know in the comments like, what you would do if you only had one year to live, you were going to be healthy for that year. And like you could do anything you wanted to do with the resources that you have right now, what would you do? Um, and now we're, Bam just told his story about where he uh, he uh, had some kids messing with him in Walmart, like trying to shine on him. Taylor tried to get kidnapped. At, I did not try to get kidnapped. She tried to Someone get kidnapped to get at uh, Flash Foods at the Ice Bands. <laughs> You come with me. You come with me. Have a good day. No, I was like, no, you got to go. <laughs> so, uh, my story. Uh, Taylor was actually with me. Uh, Bam did not go with us. I, I did not. Choice. Yeah. So Bam didn't go with well, us. I heard about after that, and like it's one of those like. I wish I went. Yeah, well, like, man, like I just feel like a show. I mean, y'all never do shit when I'm with y'all. <laughs> go to Walmart with me. I always see some crazy shit. Always. Me and you after class, we want to start going to the Walmart. Yeah. Just go on adventure. Just 15 minutes, we'll do a lap, and then I'll take you home. That's what my, uh, one of my really good friends, she always picks on Jimmy because all of his stories are at gas stations. Like, <laughs> always. And then that happened to me at a gas station, and she was like, you've been with him too long. His juju's rubbing off on you. <laughs> so, uh, ping pong story. Oh, uh, actually, our uh, our stream says it has poor streaming. Uh, it's still recording, though, so we can post it, right? Yeah, it's still recording. So, guys, if it's messing up with you, just let us know. Uh, 
Wade said, you ever seen Boondock Saints? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we was just talking about that earlier, Wade. Yep. That's funny. Look at Jay's face. See, that's different. There's Boondocks and then Boondock Saints. Yeah, it's different. They're both great. I agree. All right, guys, so here's here's the story that I had. Um, definitely going to run that. We're definitely going to run that cable so that we have internet straight to it. Anyway, so here's our story. We had a student start here. He's a friend of ours. He started training here. He was here for about a month, and then he goes, he goes, uh, Jay and I can do work. That's what Wade said. He goes, hey, man, will you help me get my uh, my ping pong table? It, it'll take about three or four of us to load it up. I said, yeah, man, after after class, we can run over there and get it. And um, I said, I said, yeah, we can run over there and get it. He was like, all right, cool. And I was like, it don't it fold up? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right. So it, it really won't take but one or two people if we take it apart. He said, no, it's going to take three or four people. It's, it's going to take the gang. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Everybody. And he had thought it through. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's go. So I asked Zach. It was me, Zach, Jacob, mm-hmm. Taylor, and Chase. Yes. And we all just was like, yeah, let's do it. So, we trained that night. We got done training. We head over to the dorms to get this ping pong table. <laughs> we get there, and Chase is like, there's a guy meeting him at the door to let him in because it's locked, right? Yeah. And he opens the door. We go upstairs, like these flight of stairs to this room. We open this room, and there's 17 people. They're having a party in there. In this room. And they're all standing around the ping pong table. And I'm like, oh, shit. And that moment you're like, wait, are we still in the table? <clears throat> we still don't know. We still, still took know. it. We, we <laughs> took it. But uh, <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm looking around the room. I'm just like, holy shit. And then Jacob, this is how I know how many people is there. Jacob looks around and he goes, We got this. <laughs> I said, what? What do we have? And I, so I'm, I'm working my way to the back corner. Like, I just walk past everybody to We're the corner. We're all, like, in the edges I'm, of the room. And I'm getting my back room. to the corner because this is not comfortable. Chase, without missing a beat, he, like, pulls out this little ratchet set, like, this little bitty ratchet set. He pulls it out. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's like, crawls under the table and he's like, ratcheting it while they're playing no, ping pong. They're in the middle of a game. Yeah. And, and he, he just starts taking this thing them. apart, just ratcheting it, taking this thing apart. And, uh, and then this guy, he goes, there's a matter of money. Chase just slides out from under the table. <laughs> he's like, is it your fucking money? All right, then, shut the fuck up. Don't worry about it. And he gets back under the table, and he's, like, going back to work. And I'm like, oh, shit, what are we doing here? And then the, uh, then the other guy was like, nah, uh, somebody owes somebody some money. And then the other guy was like, yeah, you owe us. It was like 20 bucks is what he said. I was about to say, like, a paddle or something. Yeah, because the, the guy had bought, like, two of the paddles or something. Yeah. for. He said 20, but Chase was like, 
I was standing there. I bought the table and two paddles. You bought two paddles for $10. And Chase flicked $5 at him. A $5, like a crumpled up $5 bill just flicked it at him and said, here, that's $5. That's all the fuck you getting from me. You've been playing on my table for this long, blah, 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 blah. Like, fuck your couch, pretty much. He was, he was going in. And, uh, he wasn't scared. He went, he went back under the table <laughs> and was taking it apart again. And the other guy wasn't having it. He was like, no, nah, you're going you gonna to pay the money. You're going to pay them the rest of the money. We ain't doing that. And Chase come out from under the table. And he was like, listen, man. Uh, he was like, you really don't want these problems. And you see these people I brought with me? You really don't want those problems. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he's like, you, you, see that, you see that guy over there? He owns a mixed martial arts school. He was like, you don't, you really don't want those problems. Best thing you can do is shut the fuck up and mind your business, boy. And I was like, oh my God, we got to go. Taylor is walking around. She has a text in her bag. And she's grabbing paddles out of people's hands. Like, is this paddle? This your paddle, Chase? Is this this paddle yours? Does is these come with you? And she's like filling the bag up with the Why paddles and the and the ping pong balls. And I'm just standing there like, oh my god. And so now I'm like, I don't know if we're just bullying these people out of their ping pong table, and Chase just took us to take it, or. If we're just, if we're supposed to get the table, if it's Chase's, really Chase's table, I'm not sure at this point. But what I am sure of is there's 17 of them. Because Jacob counted them out loud. And then said, and then said, we're good. We're about to have some fun. And I'm like, no. Like, no, I just wanted to pick up a ping pong table. And so now... That Chase like folds the thing up in the middle. He took everything apart. He folds it up in the middle. Taylor and everybody goes down the other way. Me and Chase are pushing the table. We go to the elevators. This dude walks with him. The dude the asked. The one that let us in. Yeah, the one that let us in. He asked me. He goes, so you train? And I was like, yeah, I don't text center, man. Uh, uh, whatever. He's like, oh, cool. And Chase was like, yeah, that dude didn't know what he was. I was like, nah, dude, that ain't like that. It ain't like that. Like that, I said, nah, I mean, if he would have he would have jumped on, on us or something, it had been different. But, yeah, we ain't like that. And I was, like, just saying basically, like, oh, I would have stood up for myself, but we ain't come here to fight anybody or right. whatever. And we walk down and, then we and go through. Jacob. <laughs> we go through the, the alleyway. Pushing this big ass ping pong table through like the middle of the college, down through the dorm, through this alleyway to the car, and they're loading up the table. I'm standing off What's to this, the side. Cochran or East McCann? This is Cochran. Okay. I'm standing off to the side, and this dude, like, hey, Chase, you forgot your fucking black light, and he threw this black light out the window. Now I'm standing here by myself, everybody else is over by the truck. That thing busted at my feet and just, and everybody was like, oh, shit, if that hit Jimmy, oh, my God. Like, and I was like, nah, it's cool. Like, it didn't hit me, nothing. It's not but my lot. I'm, it's not my lot. Like, I'm not mad or anything. Like, I'm not like that, you know? And I'm just kind of standing there. 
And but if it would have hit you, oh, I'd probably have been pissed if if they hit me with a lot. Uh, I don't think I would have went back up there though. They seemed like I don't seventeen of them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it would be. But the point is, it didn't hit you. Yeah. So, so but now these guys are peeping out the door, and they keep opening the door, closing the door, opening the door, closing the door, and then this guy, he comes running out the door. And he's got his chest puffed out and his arms down to his side. He said, Who, who's out here talking shit? Y'all out here fucking talking shit? Y'all, what's up? Y'all want to fucking talk shit now? And he's just screaming. And Zach goes, well, what did they say? You tell me what they said and I'll tell you who said it since somebody's talking shit. No, y'all motherfuckers out here talking shit. Talk shit now. What the fuck? Y'all talking shit. And he's just screaming. And, uh, Zach asked him again. He said, what did he say? Tell us what they said, and I'll tell you who said it if somebody said it. No, y'all motherfuckers out here talking shit. I said, I said it. And the guy looked at me, and I said, I said it. Now what? Now what do we do? He goes, what? I said, I said it. I, I was the guy. I'm the one that said it. Now what? Now what do we do? Now what happens? And he goes, uh, uh, why, why would you do that? Yeah. And see, that's his, his tone <laughs> immediately changed from, oh, y'all motherfuckers, da, 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 da. and then I was like, no, it was me. Now what? Right. And see, that's, and, that's what made me think of that story, that specific part right there. Cause telling my story, like when you don't react the way they think, like you give them a whole different reaction, it changes. Like it just changes the whole demeanor and it throws them off. Yeah, and that's exactly what you just did. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, now what? And when I said, now what do we do? He said, why would you do that? Yeah. That's literally what he said. And I was like, so did Jacob lose it right after that or before? Uh, it was after. Okay, it was after because another guy came out because he said, uh, he goes, why would you do that? Okay, and I'm. The funniest part in all of this to me, while all this is going down, is he has walked out where there's like some stairs, and you can see a wall inside the door. Like all you see is the wall, and all you see is about ten heads sticking out the side watching this. Like all you see is their heads in a line just <laughs> watching what was going down, and you could just see them. Just and it was the funniest thing because they were just hiding, hide and watch. Yeah, they would like stick their head out yeah. and then come back. Stick their head out, come back. And they've been doing it the whole, the whole time. time. And uh, when the guy said, what? why would you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Now what? <laughs> and I'm I'm just sitting there waiting, right? And I, I don't walk over to the, the thing. Well, the guy walks back inside and then they stick their head back out. And then they stick their head back in. And then they stick their head out. Like and they cats. said, they said, just get the fuck out of here. And Jacob, now, Jacob this whole time has been uncomfortable. That's why he counted everybody. Jacob was like, let's just go. It was like, I don't, yeah, he, he doesn't like, like confrontation yeah. at he, all. Yeah, he was super nervous. He was like, uh, let's just go. I don't want to be here. Like, he, he literally said that. He said, I, I don't want to be here. Let's just go. Like, uh, man, it's it's a fifty dollar ping pong table. Like, ah, it's not a big deal. Like, don't worry, you don't even need that thing. You're probably not even gonna put it back up. Let's just go. I don't want to be here. He said that probably five times, and then he was like, "Hey guys, let's don't argue with him. Let's just load it up and get out of here." 
Like he was ready to leave. But then the guy stuck his head out. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And Jacob, like, lost it. Flipped the switch. Because I just had this interaction. They threw a black lot at me. I asked the guy now what. The guy stuck his head, a different guy stuck his head out of the window and said, just get the fuck out of here. And Jacob went, y'all want to stick your head in out of the door like a bunch of fucking meerkats? You bunch of pussies? Let's go. And the guy was like, what? And Jacob just started walking up the Why? stairs, like, towards him. And I'm like, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. So I start walking. He walking behind him. I'm at like, the side. This next funny part, yeah. you're talking about Zach. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'm walking. Zach is, uh, Jacob, Jacob is walking sh- beeline. I'm over here, so now I'm beelining. So me and Jacob are, like, even. And I'm trying to, like, get there at, that, at an angle. Like, yes. So I can kind of. Be like, no, we need to yeah. be, not be behind him, but, but yeah, yeah, be that buffer. Yes, Zach is trying to stop Jacob, and this is like two hundred and thirty pounds. Zach, he's standing in front of Jacob. He's like, no, stop, man, stop. Jacob grabbed Zach like under his chest, under his boob, like under his armpits and his boob, and just launched him. I'm not making this up. He threw 235 pounds, Zach, about five feet. A couple times. I kept bouncing him back. Yeah, he done it. He landed, and by the time he got there, he done it again. (laughs) And and Zach was like, no! He was mad. And that dude, the dude wouldn't come off the steps, but he was still ta-ta-ta-ta. And Jacob's like, let's go, motherfucker! Take, I'll meet you on the steps! Let's go! And he's just screaming at him. And the guy's like, Walks in the door. He walks out and says something else. He walks in the door, and I'm like, "Come on, dude!" Like, I'm and like, "You're telling Zach, like, let him go." Uh, yeah, I'm like, "Let him go. He wants to go. Let's go." And uh, it's He's time such now. An instigator. I'm like, it's time now. Shit. And uh, he didn't instigate, and like until it got like, to the point that I don't see that as instigate. Like, like we're here now. Like, like yeah, yeah, we're here now. All, yeah, you seventeen meerkats have escalated this. Now we're here. Yeah, they were funny. <laughs> Nothing happened, needless to say. No. Nah. Uh, but no, nah, there, there's still some more to this story. <laughs> so that happens, and I get to the bottom of the stairs. So I'm at the bottom of the stairs, and I'm like, Jacob's still arguing. I'm like, y'all, strap it down. Let's get out of here. And uh, the other guy, the other guy was like, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, y'all just, y'all just need to get out of here. Y'all got y'all's table. Y'all just leave. I'm like, yeah, all right. Um, but neither one of them, none of the guys, anybody that was acting tough would come off the stairs. They wouldn't come out, all the way out of the door. Uh, they, when they did come all the way out of the doors, cause we was on the other side of the parking lot, we leave and we're on our way home. No, we got I the, we got the, the, the ping pong table strapped to the truck. We're riding. I get a notification on my phone. Ding. I look at it. These motherfuckers have left us a Google review <laughs> that said we use our powers for evil. We bullied them. <laughs> that we bullied them. We showed up at their school. That review is still there on our uh, on our Google account. It's it said uh it said that we uh hold on uh that we sh- we showed up aggressive and bullied them. And used our powers for evil. 
Yeah. That that we we used our powers for evil and <clears throat> Jacob called me. He was like, You wanna go back over there? <laughs> because when he realized they done that, because I screenshotted, I said, guys, we use our powers for evil and posted in our group chat. Jacob was like, Fuck them all. He got mad all over again and wanted to go back. And I was like, nah, that's fine. So we all reported the comment. I mean, reported it as fake. Said the guy had never been in our school and died or whatever. But it, uh, nothing ever come, nothing else ever come of it. But it was funny, man. It was funny. And to this day, you don't know whose ping pong table it was. No, <laughs> not to this day. I don't have a clue whose ping pong ping pong table that was. Just, just get chasing here training one day because he does come pop in every now and then. Uh-huh. Like, hey man, just shoot me straight. Whose table was that? Right. <laughs> it's over now. Like, whose table was that? But That's funny. It was crazy, though, because if you know Jacob, you would not expect that reaction from right. him. Because he is the most laid-back, easygoing <laughs> dude. And then he's just all of a sudden like, I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was still just standing there with my little bag of paddles and balls. Like, <laughs> that she collected from everybody. Right. That she was just... my job. That's what I was told to do, and I did it. <laughs> She just walked up. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. Is is this yours? This uh, yeah. This is yours too. Yeah. No. Let it go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the wallet too. Come off that. <laughs> <laughs> Put your wallets and rings in this bag. <laughs> no, but we let. Uh, no, we left there with uh, two cornhole boards. <laughs> when, uh, the bags. We have his initials on them though. We. He can't deny yeah, those. And then we uh, we had two cornhole boards, a <laughs> uh, ping pong table, and uh, like four or five paddles, a couple balls. But anyway, that's my story. Okay. I, now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> and, <laughs> well, yeah. So uh had a couple other things we could talk about. Like, I feel – because we did – we had a couple-week break because we had uh, – we redid the ceiling in the gym. Which looks great. Glad that is over. That was an ordeal. Bro, I'm uh, so happy that's but over. But next thing uh, I had for us to talk about is actually because of Jay. I'm glad Jay's on the podcast with us. Uh, like we were just uh, it was after training and we we're just BSing, and uh, the question really is like uh, it's about like Matt Enforcer. So. The perception of a Matt Enforcer, especially like when someone's new and they see what's going on, because I'll let Jay tell this, like his thoughts and the way he says it, like it's funny to me, and because I don't really remember it, but uh, it was his first day. It was like one of he it had was, just started. Yeah, it was one of my early, like early, weeks, yeah, like early. Like, what did you weeks. see? What was going on? I had just got done rolling with somebody, and so I look over to my right, and bam, and somebody's rolling in front of the cage. So I'm like, okay, it's a good roll. Like, they're going at it. Well, Bam was going at it. So I'm like, okay, they're going. And I'm watching. He's just he's just hitting triangle after triangle after triangle. And I'm like, well, what did the guy do? And I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just watching him just, just fuck him up constantly. And I'm like, well, I Mounted got triangles. <laughs> and I'm just like, did he, did he do something wrong? Was he too hard with somebody? Was So I'm looking around the gym to see if there's anybody else that's like in pain or something like that and complain. Nobody's, everybody's like chill except them two. And so I'm just watching. 
And I'm and like I'm just watching and watching, and he takes his back, hits his, uh, a back triangle, and chokes him. And dude's just laying there like, <laughs> he was not asleep. He wasn't asleep, but no, because I don't remember putting anyone asleep in this he gym. He was just tired or something. Like he just laid there, like he did like this, rolled off of him, and so he's just laying there. And Bam's just looking over him like, <laughs> I don't believe I done that. You looked over him, and that's what made me look like. If I do something wrong, this guy's going to fuck me up. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Got to make sure I don't go competitor mode with everybody. Everybody's not a competitor. I got to make sure I remember that. Because if I don't, this guy's going to choke the shit out of me. <laughs> Repeatedly. So I'm like, nah, I got to make sure it's not me. Not me at all. <laughs> so just hearing Jay tell that story, it's funny. I don't remember that specific one. Because there's been a couple times we've had someone come in and trying to be a bully. Uh, yeah. Or, like, the way they added it, we just had to slow them down a little bit. All right. So, the question is, like, the perception of a mat enforcer, and, like, when is a good time to do it? Like, yeah, someone new, like, Jay, that would have been someone else in this particular situation. That might have ran them off if they saw this. Like, what the, what the fuck's going on? I ain't going back here. <laughs> like, that, depending on who it was, you know, that was new. Just a little bit of murder yoga. Nothing to yeah, uh, simulate murder. Sat bump, simulate murder. But so I just wanted to discuss, you know, in this forum, like the perception of a man enforcer, like for me, yeah. All right. So for me, I don't, I honestly have changed a lot. Um, so uh, early on, I felt like Matt enforcers. So I come from a hard background. And when I started, it was like kill or be killed or survive. You just got to be tough and keep showing up. And, uh, and then you got then I started realizing you train at other gyms and people train differently at different gyms. And you have to kind of match the energy of that gym. But I, as far as like a straight up mat enforcer, I, f I feel like if you have a good culture and like everything's laid out in the beginning and you talk to people and you kind of see where they are and explain shit to people, there really won't be a need for a mat enforcer as long as your culture backs it up we haven't had to have anybody do anything like in a really long time oh, it's been a long time yes and it's because of the way we bring people in and talk to people before like we don't just throw them in that fire and um i feel like if you throw people in the fire they're gonna do what they they're gonna do what comes natural and it's like i have to survive so they're gonna do things that'll be like oh this dude's a dick now we got to beat them up no, yeah. where's the mad enforcer? Bam, come kill this guy, yeah. right? And see, and see, it brings up something else. Like, so if you just leave it up to the mad enforcer, like, okay, I need to kill that guy. They're they're doing something wrong. Like, it shouldn't be like that either, because then you need a mad enforcer for the mad enforcer. The power's going, <laughs> power's going to his head. So, like, I feel like a like you know, like a discussion. Like, hey, Jimmy, what do you think of this guy? You know, yeah. Like, well, so. Honestly, I think that most of the time it just comes down to talking to somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a need for, like, a, a real mat enforcer. I don't, personally. Uh, I, th I don't think there's a need for a mat enforcer. I will say this, though. I still, even with the culture that we have, the amazing we have an amazing culture. And with the culture that we have, I have still had people come in that are just dicks. Right. And they don't fit. And we have to tell them. You don't fit. And, like, look, this is not how we do things. You're not a good fit for our gym. It's our job to turn that person 
from being a dick into a contributing member of our gym, if we can't flip that switch in them with a talk by talking to them, they don't need to be in here. And we don't we don't need to hurt them. No, to, we to, talk about Matt Enforcer. No one is getting hurt. Like I like when I've turned it up on someone, I've never hurt anybody. Yeah. Like that's not what we're talking about when we talk about Matt Enforcer. Yeah, I, well, I know yeah. that. But well, I, mean, I like, mean, some people watching this may not understand that. They hear Matt Enforcer and Jason about, he fucking him up. Like, he, <laughs> like, <laughs> like no. they may not understand really so, what it is. Uh, my understanding of a Matt Enforcer is like when you see somebody going too hard on a weaker, like, you got you you have these guys that just need ego trips, and they'll come in, and, and they'll be a big guy, and they'll just go hard on the weaker, smaller. <laughs> they'll go hard on the weaker, smaller people. For no reason. And then it's the Matt Enforcer's job to say, oh, I'm going to roll with this person. I'm not going to let this person roll with the weaker people or the smaller people or the the people that aren't as skilled because they're going to hurt them. Right. And it's their job to protect them. And I, I agree with it to an extent. Like, yeah, we need somebody that's going to protect everybody. It, I look at it as it is my job to protect everyone inside my school because this is my school it's my job to make sure we don't have douchebags in here pulling on people's necks or arms or whatever. It's also my job to make them understand why and try to get them on board with how we train here. If we can't get them on board, they got to go. And that's why our culture is so good, though, because I have just said, hey, dude, you know what? That's not how we train. This isn't, this isn't a good fit for you. And so, we've had people call us and say, oh, that – they're pussies or they're this and that. Like, um, they're, you know, because they don't train hard and this and that. It's like, no, we do train hard. Our competitors train hard. Like, we match yeah, each other's level. We, yeah. And we, we literally give up positions and, and work out of them. We train hard. We're not hurting each other. And, and I think that that's a very clear cut, like, difference between a school that is trying to compete at the highest level. And a school that's just trying to show up and show everyone that they're tough. Because schools that are trying to show everybody that's tough, yeah, you can be gritty. You can't teach tough. You can't teach tough. You're just, you either are or you're not. You can't teach that. People can get tougher over time. I was about to say, I was not tough when I first started, but, but I feel you, like I'm tougher now. You are tougher now, but you can't teach that. That just happened over time, Right? That same mentality, that same stuff that you 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 had a certain amount of resilience for you to keep showing up. You you can't teach that. So like for me, if somebody headbutted me or something, I fucking headbutt them back. That's how I was. That's that's who I was. Like if somebody did something to me, I'm like, oh cool, I'm gonna do this shit back to you now, and uh, or I'm. Just not gonna. I'm not gonna let it affect me to that extent, you know. And now, but now I understand even on a deeper level that if you bring people into your gym correctly with the right mentality and the right uh, mindset, you really don't have a very much of a need for enforcer because you can you can almost see right away. Now, what I use you guys for is I anyone that's new. I'll let my better guys roll with the new person. When we set an appointment, I'll let Jay or you or Troy or somebody like that roll with them or Zach roll with them first 
and like fill them out and then i'll look at you guys and they're like yeah you can let them roll with other people right or no let them roll with us for a little while until we can get them to calm their ass down until we get them to where they understand flow rolling or rolling without trying to break people like cool get the arm bar put it on properly like make them tap don't snatch that shit off you know so that's that's what i think i think that and now we still have enforcers but they're they're really protectors they're not right. enforcers anymore at our school it's now protectors because we just use the really good guys as buffers between the guys that are still learning so that the new people don't come in and try to douchebag them or hurt them. And, yeah, so and I we, like that, Matt Protectors. Yeah. And like I say, we do have a really good culture. And like what uh, me and Jay were talking about, like nothing like that has happened in a really long time. It hasn't because of the way we present it now. Yeah. Good discussion. Well, like, I, like I said, I just, when he brought that up and all, it had me thinking, and I just went to talk about it. Yeah. Like the perception of it. Yeah, and now it's just different. Yeah. You know? What's your thoughts, Jay? Hmm? Hmm? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's just like, I, I just I just beat people's ass, man. What's up? I about to say, I just I just kinda watch it and just see it happen. So I mean I don't I don't think much about it. Like just Hey, roll with Jay. Jay, this is your partner. This is who you're rolling with today. I just okay. I don't think too deep about it anymore. You didn't you didn't even realize I used you in that way. No, not not until you kept calling my name. In a in a good way though. It'd be like, hey Jay, roll with him. Hey, fit him out. Hey, roll with Jay next. See see how you do. Yes, I use you as a, a buffer to uh protect the rest of the the, the rest of the tribe. Yeah, I use you a bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get me fucked up like big guys. That's what he does. <laughs> he he waits till somebody three hundred pounds coming in like, Yeah, just roll with Jay. <laughs> the next smallest guy in here. Just roll with him. Yeah. Jay, Jay is 130 pounds. Yeah. And uh, how uh, one of our guys is he's six I'm foot eight. Six eight. He's <laughs> 330 pounds. So I roll with Jay. I roll with him. Get a feel with him. See how he does. <laughs> <laughs> Setting Jay up for failure. But he didn't fail. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> just took a little time. <laughs> like I said, fill him out. That's right, fill him out. See where he's at. So, last thing I thought that we talk about, because let's say it's been a minute since we were able to do this remodeling the gym, uh, and I think this goes right along hand in hand with what we've already talked about, like some of the characters that we've seen come through here. Oh God, thought, like, Taylor's got a great one. And, and instead of like, unless there's, unless there's something else someone wants to talk about, it'd just be a good way to end. It. Like, let's talk about some of the characters that we've seen. We don't have to say names. We just say like this, this guy and this guy. I don't remember anyone's names. I don't either. Didn't but me either. Like y'all ask me all the time, like Taylor, like you know so and so. I'm like, I do not. And she's like, Oh, that's so and so's parent. Like, got gotcha. you. Because kids coach, I know the kids. I don't know any of the parents. <laughs> and she tells me all the time like, a parent's name, and I just look at her with the dumbest look like, I don't know who you're talking about. All I got to say is y'all are lucky. I got to know these kids' names, these parents' names, these adult members' names, yeah. the adult members' kids' names, the yeah. adult members' spouses' names. Like, I got to Parents come to me and like, hey, you're doing such a good job. Or like, just want to tell you thank you. And I just, all right, man, thank you. Yeah. I still don't know their names. <laughs> I don't know the kids. Because I work with the kids every day. 
So I don't work with the kids or the parents, so I don't know either one of them's names. I'm just like, hey, guys, how y'all doing today? So, but, uh, so let's start. You said Taylor had a good one. Let's start with that one. I know I got a couple off the top of my head. But... Taylor, tell them about oh. your superhero. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. So I set the appointments. Um, I'm the first line of contact for everyone that comes in the gym, unless it's someone that just stops by and talks to us. But that's still usually me. Right. But – um. So anyway, this guy, he had messaged, and he was like, I really want to do martial arts. Like, uh, I want to be one of the greatest fighters of all time. I'm like, cool. Come try it out. Here's your appointment. This man comes in. He pulls up. Before he, class even starts, he walks in with some YouTube videos pulled up and says, I want to be able to do this. This man wanted to be a superhero. He had videos pulled up where, like, he was fighting people or on YouTube. These people were fighting a group of people without touching them. They were like, <sighs> and, oh, like, that, knocking that people over. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Well, we don't really do that here, but you'll learn jujitsu. You will learn how to be a fighter. So he done class. Um, I think he done fine. I mean, he partnered up. He did class. Well, then I think I we think did a told... choke that night, and he did he did okay. Well, he's he came up to me afterwards and he said, "I need to know how to fight more than one person at a time." And I said, "Okay, like you know, two or three. Like what we looking at?" And he was like, I just, I need to be able to handle whatever's coming at me. And I was like, Jimmy. <laughs> so I called him over. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do about this. And he started showing Jimmy superhero videos. And I was like, I don't, I can't do this, sir. And like, I, I, I asked him, I said, uh, I said, so what are your goals? He was like, oh, I want to be a superhero. Yeah. Straightest face. He meant that shit. He, I was like... He wanted superpowers. I was like, um, what? He was like, no, nah, I, I want to be a superhero. I got to be able to fight off four or five bad guys at a time. He thought he was Batman. And I said... <laughs> yes! I said... <laughs> he thought he what? Was like, that made me show me 10 YouTube videos. <laughs> I was dumbfounded. I was like... Um, Damn, that should have been my response when I first came in. Like, I want to be a superhero. <laughs> yeah, bro, I he, he he one hundred percent like he meant that shit. He was not playing. And then he he told me like the anime that he watches and stuff, and he was like, I want to get that good. And I said, Well, jujitsu is probably. Please I said, tell me the anime. I don't remember, but I, I told him. This be a decent anime. I, I, but, this man's about to say uh, One Punch Man. I dude, punch. Give it up. <laughs> give it up. Dude, Bro. I told him, I said, Jiu-Jitsu is probably the closest thing that you'll ever get to having a superpower, bud. And I was like, you got to come in here and learn that. He was like, yeah, but this really don't help me with multiple people. He was, I was sad. I was like, yeah, but you. I was like, Batman trains Jiu-Jitsu. And then I told him, I was like, but the, probably if there's multiple people, your best option is probably to run. He's like, nah, nah. Uh, this guy here, and he showed me uh, like some Aikido guy that was like making lines of people fall down. And I'm like, that's not real. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've talked to people that have experienced it and stuff. This is what I need to learn. I guess this isn't the right place. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let us know how it works out for you, man. We have no vigilante in Eastman yet, so. <laughs> it hasn't worked out yet unless he moved. He had to move to get that kind of trainer. Yeah. He had to go to the, the, the monk's temple. That's the hardest part about this job, though, for real. Like, being the one that sets the appointments, the the business person of the place, is yeah. I have to keep my demeanor when people tell me stupid shit like that. <laughs> I, to keep yeah. a like, yeah. I would laugh. Every trip, every trip, I would laugh. Oh, the I one was... that you wanted to talk about was good too. Oh yeah, that, 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 and, it, and it made it makes me look kind of bad, but it's what like no. I tell you the whole story exactly how it happened. This is like my first interaction with Jay. If it's the story that I'm thinking about, got any mustard? Yes. Okay. Because me and Jay. <laughs> so okay, this is one of those times you're like, hey, roll with so and so. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll roll with them. Did, what, we good culture by this point, you know, no mat enforcer, nothing. You're just like, hey, fill them out. Roll with them. You walk off, I'll roll with this guy. I'm <laughs> like, cool, we, we roll. I'll, I'll tell more about the roll after, like, I'll introduce it to the people. We roll, it's cool. I go off to another roll. I hear people talking. I look over, this man is on the edge of the mat, like, Passed out on the ground, like done. Didn't you get him the water? Wasn't it you, or was it someone else that grabbed his water? No, someone else. I think it was Jay. Jay helped him with like a, a bucket or something. I got right? him. I got him the water. You got Jimmy him because he did. He, he actually puked. Yeah, I yeah. Was, I was yeah. Puked. He was oh, in the bucket. Wait, wait, wait. The mat. I asked that dude. No. Yeah, I said, go outside. He said, I think I'm gonna be sick. I said, go outside because the bathroom's farther. That door was right there. Yeah. I would have rathered him no, stay on the mat. Exactly. The mat would have been easier, but he puked on the carpet, right? Bro, he just rolled off the mat and puked on the carpet. So, and you're like, who did you roll with? Like, you were getting mad. And he's like, I think you called him Bam Bam. You call me over there. And I'm like, what is going on? He just over there is like. Yeah. The, I go over there and he goes, what did you do to him? I'm like, Jimmy. Legitimately, I barely he he pulled guard on me. Like we were, we started kneeling, and he like kind of jumped in the guard, and then he just controlled my wrist. That was it. I said I didn't even pass. <laughs> I just stayed in the man's guard and just went off his pace. And all he did was throw triangle armbar. I defend, and then he tried again for five minutes. That's all we did. I was in the man's guard, and he goes, "Nah, something else must happen for me to be that tired." I'm like. Jimmy, I promise you, I stayed in this man's guard like nothing happened. He kept trying to attack, so I just defend it, you know, feeling him out, see how he did. He muscled everything, you know, like real tight. That's it. And then he looks. Um, he <laughs> by this time he had puke. You got him the bucket. And he looks at someone. He's like slumped up. He looks at me and Taylor. And he goes, "Got any mustard? Mustard? He's Why would we have mustard?" And I think I look at Jay. You uh, just yeah. asked for mustard. Yeah, I, yeah. I shook my head and I said, "It's too damn late for that." <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> yeah. So, so I started cleaning up the throat. This is the first time I remember you, other than the takedown thing with Jimmy. But I started cleaning up the throw up, and Jay came over there and started cleaning it up too. And I was like, "No, nah, this is my job. I get it." And he's like, "No, nah, you shouldn't have to clean this up." And I still don't really eat chicken nuggets. Because yeah. remember, it was chicken was nuggets and coffee. Like, ah, don't ruin it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, so we, we're, we're checking on the guy, 
Like, like, hey, do you need a ride home? Like, I thought the man was dying. He stayed in the parking lot for hours. I was about to say, so he goes, no, I'm good. I live down the road. I'm like, like, dude, one of us can drive your car, and we'll take you home. (laughs) He's like, no. So he leaves. We think he's gone. Me and you walk next door, because that's when we were going to the gym next door before before I got my setup at the house. And this was like, what, an hour and a half, two hours later? At least two hours later. Two hours later. He's sitting in the car with the windows down, and we're like, ain't that? That's the guy. And so we like kind of knock on her, like, hey, you, you good? Yeah, I'm just resting. Like, do, do you sure, like, will you need a ride home? Do we need to call somebody? No. And we had already asked him multiple times, so me and Jim was like, okay, so we just <laughs> going to the gym. Like, <laughs> we have tried, but he does not want any help. And I still don't know if Jimmy believes me. I stayed in the man's guard. I really did not do anything. <laughs> yeah, that dude. <laughs> That dude looked me in the eyes, and he goes, he's going to be sick. I said, go out the door. He just rolled over. And said he had plenty of time yeah, to get yeah, out. Yeah, he was hanging he out. Down, I kept telling him, I was like, you keep doing that, she's going to throw up. Like, I play football. I know how this ends. <laughs> you keep laying down, you're going to throw up. Yeah. He just, he no, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to rest for a second. Okay. Mm. As soon as he said it, he just relaxed. And he just... But yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I told him I was like, go outside. This man just hopped off the mat and lay there, and then threw up on the floor. And I was like, ah. And then I walk over to him, and he goes, "You got any mustard?" And I said, "What?" <laughs> but he never peeked his head up off the ground. Never. He never peeked his head up off the ground to throw up anything. He just turned his head to the side. And turn it back and look at us. You have any mustard? <laughs> nah, fam. Who's yeah. your favorite person? The superhero guy? It has to be. I don't know. We've had some. I was going to say another one, and this will be more Jimmy's story. Uh, the one that, uh, oh, I got to quit playing. And then he, <laughs> did a review, uh, he might have oral. been the one, like, that I, the most memorable. Yeah. Just because I feel of like the he, way he acted. I was about to say, the way he acted is yeah. kind of a douche. Yeah. You want to tell the story? I'll let you tell it, and then I'll tell it. I'll tell no, it from no. my perspective. Okay. Because I don't know much. You're going to tell the majority of it. So, it's a new guy. Nothing's out the ordinary. And you're uh, rolling with him. Taking it easy. Like, I can... Because I'm actually like by the cage in the corner or something, so I can see across the map. And you're just showing him jujitsu, like, like, oh, hey, yeah, like moving around him, like he he's doing, he he signed that contract, he's doing nine percent of the work, and you're just moving around him. Yeah, you're not killing him, you're not demolishing <laughs> him, you're not a mat enforcer, like you're just moving <laughs> around him. And you catch him in a triangle or armbar or something like what usually you usually catch new people in a guillotine or triangle or something, you know, you call them in something like that. I don't remember the submission. Triangle. He uh, jumps up, and like I see out of the corner of my eye, and I put the pieces together, <laughs> and I'm still rolling, and uh, he jumps up, and I feel like he dusted himself off or shook his shoulders, and he goes, "I guess I I gotta quit playing," and he <laughs> said it in a way I audibly uh, from across the mat start Laugh. start laughing, because I'm like, "Wait, is he joking? Is he real?" Like, oh, he's about to try to turn up on Jimmy, or he's joking. Either way, that's funny. Yeah. Like, so I audibly laughed when he said, oh, I got to quit playing. 
So then I positioned my partner like, I got to see this. <laughs> so now, now they're not really rolling anymore. Because <laughs> my partner, <laughs> my partner, they both yeah. stopped looking. Yeah, because my partner, like, like, they heard it too, like, oh, okay, what is up now? <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to try to kill me. He also <laughs> left us a review. That, Not I, a review. It was a he forum. Yeah, that, that's why I said the story continues. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> first, first of all, on his uh, thing, he apparently trains, and it, well, didn't he say he was a black belt or something like that? I don't know. But, no, 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 this, that's a different guy. Yeah, we had Yeah, that was a different guy. Because on this, yeah, so. So you have another story apparently, too. Yeah, we do. Okay. But <laughs> this guy, this guy in particular, he went on a, a group that I'm a part of and was like, I went to a new gym and that guy, like, that basically everybody was saying that our school was a McDojo that, uh, because of the way the guy worded everything. He made it sound like he just got absolutely like bullied yeah. and destroyed. He made it sound like uh, he come here and I just like beat, him up beat the no crap reason. out of him for no reason and Here's what actually happened. He told me when at the role, at the beginning of the role, he goes, I'm not going to take it easy on you. He said, uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Because I'm getting too mixed up. I'm getting the two mixed up. At the beginning of it, at the beginning of mine in this guy's role, he slapped bump. And he was like, I have training. I have some training. And I said, oh, cool. And I was like, yeah, we're going to roll whatever. So we slapped bump. I start moving around with him, and he's, like, trying really hard, like, ooh, ooh, and he's grunting, he's, like, slamming my knees, and I just keep putting him back in front of my guard, and, like, he, like, tucked his hand, I put him in a triangle. Now, when I say I put him in a triangle, I put him in a triangle, I didn't even squeeze, I just kind of had, like, the inside of his leg and just turned the corner, and he tapped. And it upset him that he had to tap, and he went, oh, uh, he was like, "Oh, it's time for me to get real." I ain't, I'm gonna. He was like, "I ain't even gonna play with you no more." And I said, "What?" And he stood up and he said, "It's time for me to stop playing, son." That's and when I, I laughed. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so, all right. And I, we slapped bump, and then he went like, and then he was like, like bouncing me off the mat like trying to like shake me and like move like he was just like slinging me side to side and like bouncing me and i kind of just like tied him up held on i went back to triangle i triangled him again and then like we slapped bump and then we was playing around and like he was still trying to sling me around and i armbarred him and then I, i was like all right chill 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 calm down and I was like, no, dude, like, this is why we're here. We're here to learn. And, like, I had a conversation. He's like, yeah, man, I'm coming back. That, that was amazing. I had never felt anything like that. Nobody's ever made me feel that way. That night, he goes into a BJJ form and tops up this long post about how it was his first day. And one of the instructors there flipped him on his head and put him in all kind of choke holds and choked him out. And everybody else is in the comments like, don't go back there. That's a McDojo. It sounded like he had something to prove. It sounded like he was a this and that, da, 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 da. And then I commented. And I'm like, well, actually, what happened was is he tried to kill me. 
He told everybody in the class that he wasn't playing with me, and he commenced to trying to sling me around and slam me and flip me over, and all I did to him was trap his arm and triangle him twice. I armbarred him off of a triangle one time, but never even like fully extended or finished. He just gassed himself out and got really tired and sick. And then everybody was like, oh, well, that's just because you're spazzing on him. Stop fucking spazzing, dummy. And like then it went from McDojo, this and this and this, to, oh, you was a spazzy-ass white belt that said you wasn't playing that tried to challenge your instructor. That makes more sense. <laughs> and like it just like went down that rabbit hole. But like there was like 200 comments about how I shouldn't have smashed him, and then I commented, and then it was like another 200 comments of, oh, you're a spazzy-ass white belt that challenged a coach, stupid. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have done that, dummy. Um, but, yeah, that guy was like, that's it, son. I ain't playing no more. Like, oh, okay. That's one of those, like, you hear from across the gym. And you, Wait, what? I was like, I'm not, I'm not playing no more. I'm not playing, son. It's time to show you what's up. Like, what? He told me it's time to show you what's up. I said, huh? I'm not playing with you anymore. Like, oh, oh, you got me fighting a crazy man. <laughs> this is this is a crazy guy. Okay, peel skit. Like, y'all got me actually fighting a crazy guy. This ain't cool. This is not cool, man. Like, he knows but, we just talking, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, but now we have another one that did the same thing. But he come in and told us he was. He didn't tell us he was a black belt. He told us that he trained with Japanese jiu-jitsu. Japanese jiu-jitsu. And that he trained with another guy. I know the other guy. The other guy is not legit. He didn't know how to shrimp. Like, he didn't know hip escapes or anything. He come here for a private lesson one time. But then he owned his own school. And I told him, like, you don't need to be teaching Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because you don't really know it. I told the guy this. He still owns a school. Still, still teaches. But this one of his students, two of his students, Come here, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I've trained for this long, this and that. I'm like, cool, where'd you train? He told me, and I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't have the heart to tell him. Like, I, should, I, I don't like being that guy. I don't want to talk shit about other people. I don't want to, to be involved in that. I don't yeah. want to be involved in that, he said. She said, but I also don't want people to do like I did. I spent four years at a McDojo before I realized I was at a McDojo. Then I spent two years at a place that wasn't a McDojo, but it wasn't a legit training facility. It was just like, who can be tougher? Because the guy was teaching legit shit, but he still had that, we're going to knock each other out every day mentality. So I spent six years training with the wrong mentality, with the wrong people. And I want to keep people from having that. And I think the only way that you can do that is to call a fucking spade a spade and say this person is not a legit uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu trainer or whatever you want to call it. So I, uh, I didn't want to call him out, but I, at the same time I did. But I, I did want to call him out. I didn't call him out, but I wanted to. <clears throat> so anyway, the guy trained, and I, I don't remember who I matched him up with. Uh, I matched him up with Bryant. He was matched with Bryant. Him and Bryant and then Jansen. And I put him with Jansen and Bryant. And Jansen, like, flipped him over and, like, put his weight on him and, like, 
did what whatever he wanted to to him. And at the time, Jansen had only been training for a couple of months. And Bryant, Bryant still, Bryant trains, but Bryant trains like twi- twice a month still. Yeah. And that's been his schedule for over two years. He trains twice a month. But, like, it was clear that this guy had never really grappled anybody that understood grappling at all. And he went to roll with me uh, at the end of class. Like, he wanted to roll. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll roll. And we rolled. And he, like, was, like, trying all this weird stuff that was just, I guess it, if you understood positioning and stuff, maybe maybe some of it would have worked. But like if you don't, if you're not controlling somebody or putting your weight on them or whatever, you know, you know, you know. Yeah. So like there was just stuff, and I just kept taking his back and like moving around. I never submitted. I never even submitted him. Like never even submitted a guy. But like he was trying really hard, and I would put him in stuff and then let go. And. He has a podcast I did not know about. But he gave me his information and, and said, hey, I'm coming back uh, Monday. Uh, you know, add me on here or whatever and we'll talk. And I was like, cool. So I added him. Well, then on his Twitter it said he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Like in his stuff. Like when he gave me his information... It asked me about uh, adding him to my social medias and stuff. Well, then he went and wrote this whole thing about, yeah, I trained over here tonight. Those, those guys are all right. Like, they're not on our level or whatever. Like, like oh, they're all right. And then, like, did a, a podcast about, which his podcast was about sports and stuff, about how different the schools were and stuff like that. But, like, he, he went in about, Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're different from ours. We're more um, our school's more about understanding the techniques in depth. They're more about uh, their school's more about just trying to to make things work from where they are. And like he went through this whole thing, and then he like posted it, and then there was comments under and stuff. And I was just like, oh cool. I never even said anything, never even commented. Never even got on there and said anything. Like, never tweeted anything. Like, I messaged him a few times. When are you coming back? But I, I never uh, even acknowledged that he had put he was a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt on his bio, like on his Facebook, on his Twitter. I, I never even acknowledged any of that. And he's like the fourth person that's come to our school claiming to be a black belt that didn't even, like, couldn't even beat, like, a one-stop white. But... I don't know what possesses people to do stuff like that. Right. Like, how... Where I, that I, man at? <laughs> like, how bad, like, ego trip do you have? And, like, I, I just don't understand. He got to be deep. They just want to dump in that deep part of the water. Just like, yeah, I'm a black belt. Haven't trained a day in your life. Yeah. <laughs> just like saying you could beat Usain Bolt and you don't run track. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm ready to bet a million dollars against him. Are you? Are you really? <laughs> it's retarded. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I I play basketball uh, at a rec. I'm about to beat LeBron. <laughs> yeah, Shooting that D three, like Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. 
Nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who are you? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Just throw it way over the goal. Yeah, like, Kobe. All, like, all right, Shaq. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost all my skills. Uh, Space Jam, the original one, yes. when they took took their skills and they were like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, nah, there's so many black, black belts that come in here that aren't black belts. For real. Have I seen anybody that claim to be a black belt? I don't think You've so. You've probably seen a brown belt. We had a <laughs> brown belt one time. Yeah, we we had a guy that was a brown belt that come in. You got to start pointing these guys out to me. I'm missing all the good fun of the people good. claiming to be, like, just be like, hey. Him. <laughs> He's one. <laughs> just point him out. He's one. He's one. Wait, that dude come, that dude come and train for almost two months. And no, no, he yeah. paid us for almost two months. I think he only showed up three or four times. Okay, well, I knew he was a member for like two months. He's still like like once in a blue moon, don't he? Yeah, he'll Man. swing in and talk. Yeah, and, uh, that's why I didn't want to say too much about him. Yeah, the brown belt. Yeah, I'm missing these people. Kind of a just, just like a, a just trooper. let me know. Just next time if you see me. Those pictures, yeah, yeah. ah, my butt. <laughs> he posted pictures of Taylor's butt all over his Instagram. Training jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, that he come and train for a couple months, like two months, uh, here and there, and. He was like, can I still wear my brown belt? And I gave out a whole story. I was like, look, dude, if you're like, there's people that come in here that claim to be purple belts that aren't really purple belts. There's people that come in. I was like, the mat don't lie. The mat will let you know where you are. And uh, like, I, people can claim what they want to claim, but the mat does not lie. Like, if you've been training this long, it's going to be very obvious that you've been training that long. Why don't they ever mm. just claim to be like a blue belt? Like they always try to go extreme. Like, yeah, I'm a black. They belt. don't know. They don't know any better. No. They don't even know the culture. Like one one person. This is the funniest story. <laughs> he showed up, bro, and told me he was a black belt. And I said, for real, really? Who did you get your black belt under? Oh, I, I I trained in Fitzgerald. I said Fitzgerald. There's a black belt in Fitzgerald, and we're talking about this was like. Eight years ago. There's a black belt in Fitzgerald. And he was like, yeah, uh, it's a Mexican. And I said, well, a Mexican? He said, yeah, it's a Mexican named Henry. And I said, so a Mexican named Henry gave you a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's the way to, <laughs> to refresh your instructor. And he yeah, said, he's a Mexican. he said, yes. And I was like, how long did you train with him? And he was like, about six years, and I said, and you in, you just introduced him to me as a Mexican named Henry. And he goes, well, I I didn't figure you would would know him. I was telling you a little bit about him, and I was like, oh okay. Why did you have to tell me he was a Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said this guy named Henry. It looks like such and well, such. Like, Jay, let me ask you a question, sir. Who do you train with? 
this white guy. This bald <laughs> headed white guy. Yeah. All right, where do you train at? In this building in front of the police station with this white guy. Right. Does that sound normal to you? No, it sounds like I'm getting beat the fuck up here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it, you would be like, oh, I train with Jimmy Barnett at Tech Center. Yeah. Everybody you wouldn't be like, oh, I train with a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> a Mexican, yeah. Well, who? Oh, Mexican name Henry. <laughs> like, that was my first red flag. My second red flag was he didn't know how to do the warm-ups. He didn't know how to shrimp, forward roll, back roll. He didn't know none of that. Then, like, we hip-tossed him, put our weight on him, and he tapped out to pressure. And I was like, you're not really a black belt. And... Like, that, that's probably something you shouldn't lie about. You go to another school and lie about that, they'll probably beat you up. And uh, he was like, oh, okay. But anyway, I was excited about getting a train with him, and then he showed up, and he was not a black belt. He was, he's just messaged me, oh, I'm a black belt, I'm in town. And I train. Like, yeah. Where'd you get your black belt? Mexican. Mexican man, Henry. <laughs> I said what? Mexican got on boots. Mexican got on boots. Mexican named Henry. <laughs> and then we had another one. He was training fighters here in town, and he was. He said he was a black belt. He was a black belt in Harakaru, a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, a black belt in Japanese Jiu Jitsu. Harakaru. Uh, it's like sword fighting. Is is that real? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no no. I didn't know they call sword fighting Harakaru. It's like a martial art that is sword fighting. Uh, and uh, someone has given me a card before that said they were a black belt in Haraka Harakaru, Harakaru, and told I'm me this wrong. I'm probably saying it wrong. Don't kill us if we're saying this wrong. Yeah, don't kill they're us. We're sorry. But they right. swords. But. Basically, you start out from a sitting position, and then you, like, practice pulling your sword out and, like, striking from there, and you use jujitsu with swords to subdue people, from my understanding. But the only person that I've heard this from was also from a person that was claiming they were a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu that didn't know what guard was. Yeah, we got to see John Wick do it first. But, so this person had a fight team, and uh, he was training people here in Eastman and taking them to fights, and they were getting beat up. And, which, some of those guys were just tough. Like, I, one of them is one, of one of my really good friends. And I, when I come down, I was like, oh, I want to train with him. I train with him, like, he's... This dude doesn't know anything. Y'all need to get away from him. He's not teaching you anything worth, anything of value. Like, the only reason one of you did good in your fights is because you have a wrestling background. And you're greedy. So, <clears throat> and like, we called him out. But that he posted a, so nobody ever said anything to him about his black belt. Right. But then he posted a, a, a thing on Facebook and said, uh, we are the best in middle Georgia. No one uh, no one can beat us. Or some shit like that. Dude, that post had like a thousand comments on it. And it, like Bubby, 
uh, Richard Cox, Team Reality. Um, <clears throat> like, they were like, you ain't fucking better than us, homie. Send address. Yeah, Same. basically. Like, they, um, it was bad. And then, like, I was like, dude, you're not a real black belt. Stop claiming that. And then he blocked me on Facebook and made a post about me. Well, like, Alan and some other people were still friends with him, and they're my family. And my, they sent me screenshots of what he said. That is the only person to this day that I've ever called out to fight. To this day. And he, he, he supposedly had a record of 8-2. and two. No one's ever seen him fight, but he supposedly had 8-2. I, I posted my little, a little story. I was like, dude, I'll weigh in with change in my pockets. We'll do this at any, any place. We can do it at your with your promoters and your matchmakers, or we can do it with mine, who everybody knows. Because no one knows any of your people. And uh, I told him I'd weigh in with change in my pocket. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, we can do this. <laughs> and then uh, he said some other stuff under his page, and... Everybody was screenshot and sent him. I was like, no, nah, I ain't got nothing to say. And then people started commenting on mine, and they were tagging him and uh, tagging him in the comments. And then his girlfriend got on my page and was like, y'all need to leave him alone. This is borderline bullying and this and that. And I'm like, how is this bullying? He's talking shit about me on my page after, I mean, on his page after he blocked me. And uh, and then he's he's saying he's the best, he's this and that. I'm here. I'm I'm fucking part of Middle Georgia, homie. Bobby and them was like, we're we are Middle Georgia. And then Richard was like, dude, you're talking shit about all of us. We're all from here. Like, and he he unblocked me, made a comment, and then blocked me again. So it looked like he was responding on my page to everybody else, but I couldn't see what he was saying. But everybody else in my comment section could see what he was saying. So I had to screenshot and say, this is what I see. And then everybody screenshot and said, this is what he said. Because it, it looked funny because people were replying to him. But I couldn't figure out what where the other people who they were commenting to because it was, I couldn't see what he was saying. And uh, it was just weird. But anyway, I called him out. And then I told him at the end of it, I was like, I said what I had to say. Like you want to fight, like we can do it. We can do it with your promoters and my promoters. We can do it with a cage, with a the thing, whatever. And then he was like, "Well, if a real man wanted to do it, he'd meet me in the street or some shit." I was like, "Well, I'll be at the gym, right? This gym." I said, "I'll be there today, today and tomorrow. Come on by." That's even worse. I would want a referee there to yeah, somebody to save me. your fucking life. Yeah, at least help me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't fought a day in my life. I want to go fight somebody in the middle of the alley with nobody, nobody around. Like. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> but but no, me and me and him's cool now. Like he he admitted to what he did and like said he was sorry. So you say I, why he did it? Um, no, he just he didn't understand. He just thought that the little bit of training that he had and stuff was everything. Everything like he 
he makes out like he bought into what the, uh, someone else had told him and done for him. And there really was a guy at one point. That was legit. No, he was not. There was a guy was that was legit. not legit. The guy wasn't legit, but he had a bunch of students telling them that what he was teaching them was legit and was belting and doing things like that. And I think that John, uh, damn, I about said his name. I think that this person got put, uh, that was under, under that guy. I think that that's what happened. So he technically wasn't lying. He just didn't know any better. Because that's what's going on in Dublin right now. There's a place like that in Dublin right now. And Let's go. Yeah, I thought about Dojo Storm. Let's go, man. But I don't want to be that guy. Let me be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Just take me and just... You can sit but I want to call him out because I think it's hurting people and giving people false sense of... Um, Whatever, but I also don't want to be that guy because I don't want people doing stupid shit to our school. Or, like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that with our school. I want our school to have such a fun, loving environment and just positivity. And if I start talking shit or start putting that out, I might receive it in return. And right. I don't want to deal with that. I want to. I want everybody to know like we're cool and we're just trying to get better and train and see. But I'm looking. Learn. I'm looking more into the perspective of. Of people learning it, but knowing what's legit and what's not. Like, I don't want people to be going in there wasting a year of their life, and then they don't really know shit. Yeah, I, I wasted four of mine that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 and I, I, I was pissed, dude. Could you imagine showing up and thinking what you're doing is real, and you, you got the goal of being a fighter or the goal of being in the UFC or a goal of being a world champion of jiu-jitsu? And then you go to a legit place four years later and realize that everything you learned was all wrong. It wasn't right. And you have to unlearn really bad habits of grappling that you've been doing and relearn it the right way. That's trash, ain't it? Yeah, I bet that sucked. Uh, I, that's what I did. Dude, uh, triangles, arm bars, like we were doing that shit right in front of our opponent. No angles, like no hip outs. Didn't know what a shrimp was. Been training four years, didn't know what a shrimp was. Didn't know what hip escapes was. I spent two years just getting up. My coach told me, uh, he said, you're little and you're a striker. You need to learn how to get up. Spent two years just coming in, running my five miles, because that was a requirement. You had to run five miles. Come in, then you stretch. You spar him, fully geared up. Then I would go to the corner and lay on my back, and he would just randomly change out the guys, and my job was just to get back to my feet. I did that for two years. That was it, for two years. That, and honestly, once I started learning technique at a better school, like at a, a legit place, like, dude, it's hard to hold me down now because I spent two years just getting out from under people not knowing how. Now, and then I learned how. I'm like, shit, this is pretty easy compared to the way I was doing it before. So now it's, it's different. But anyway, we've been on for an hour and 43 minutes. We had some good stuff to talk about and catch up. Oh, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys got anything y'all want to add? Y'all have any funny stories before we get off here? I'm good. I got a new dog. I'm ready to go home and play with my new dog. 
<laughs> Taylor wants a new dog. <laughs> I really do. But I don't want that puppy phase again. Our dog burned our house down. <laughs> this is true. Like, it's your story. I don't know if I'm prepared to do that again. <laughs> so, I'm on the fence. I know Jay threw me on my back the first day he was in the gym. I don't recall. <laughs> I was scared. I actually, I didn't land on my back, did I? <laughs> nah, he hit a front foot. A front twist to a shot step. Damn, I saw that. Turtle. You seen it? I did. Because Jimmy, he mouthed to me like, you're trying to put me on my head. <laughs> you're trying to dump me on my head. You're going to have to post the other podcast with Jay before you post this one. Because we talk about that with him. Yeah, this one is uh, already up. This one here is. Uh, See how you missed your whole story. And I was just scrolling and refreshing. I'm like, I probably missed it. Just kept, re- kept refreshing and refreshing. Nah, because you told him like it'll be up like next week. Yeah, it was supposed to be up that Thursday. But here's what happened: YouTube was tripping and wouldn't allow me to upload stuff. So I had to reset all of my uh, like my passwords and everything. So I reset all that stuff, and then it wouldn't let me upload. I haven't uploaded a Coach Jimmy in two months. It's been two months because it wouldn't let me do it. So. And now it's letting you go live. Well, you remember it wouldn't let me go live at the last uh, Strange Matter. Strange Matter. So I fixed it that week. Then I started doing all this uh, repairs and uh, all this other crap. So I haven't posted or done anything. I got like 15 Coach Jimmy videos that I got to post. I got um, stuff that Trevor's editing to post. I got... I probably got five podcasts that I got to post. There was that one that we're like, no, we ain't doing that. Oh, there's one podcast I'm not posting. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to play devil's advocate, and I come out like I was some kind of damn. I, I was trying to make it better, and it just made it worse. I was like, nope, we're not doing this one. We'll, we'll talk about this subject, but I'm going to voice how I really feel later. Yes. Yeah, that one was bad. Uh, it wasn't bad. It, it just, was bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was just like I was trying to point out like, well, devil's advocate, like this is better, this is worse, whatever. And it just, because I do that. I troll the shit out of people all the time. Oh, it's so annoying. I like it. it. I don't. I told him the other day, I said, I don't know how you really feel. I said, you could hate me for all I know. Like, <laughs> this whole relationship is you trolling me. Yeah. <laughs> the relationship is a troll. <laughs> <laughs> like, who really knows at this point? <laughs> mm, I, I, I like it. I, I like the, like just trolling people and like just the, the belief on their face. They like. Dude, he's had me oh. like straight up crying because I'll sit down I'm like these are my dreams like this is what I want <laughs> and he will go like complete opposite on me like he legitimately told me bullshit? one day that if we had a kid he didn't want it if it was a girl he said I wouldn't love it I'd want to get rid of it <laughs> that's some that's no it. and I was legitimately crying because I was like yes yeah, I'm never just... having a kid with him because I, I felt I said if it's a girl I'm gonna be depressed I'm never having a kid with him. I would have milked the situation. I seen you cry. I would have kept going. That's <laughs> I just, away. just a little bit. I would have. I, I left a little bit. I would have. But I would have laughed so you know I was playing. Uh uh-uh. uh. I had a meltdown. I was like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to you. I was like, I'm not doing any of this shit with you. I'm done. <laughs> uh, we're getting ready to close, but I'm, if we're not, yeah. I gotta use the restroom. No, nah, we're done. We're done. 
Guys, that's Tech Talk. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, we're going to try to go live every single time. It will be from Tech Talk, not Coach Jimmy. I'm going to move this one over. The rest of them will be live. We're going to try to continue to do that. And we'll, we, uh, we also have Tech Talk clips. You guys need to follow that. Um, Trevor is starting to break down the best stories of our podcast and just clipping them so that we can make little shorts and stuff like that because I, I just want to give you guys a, an opportunity to see without having to watch all of it, the clips, and then decide whether or not it's a topic you want to watch. So that's Tech Talk. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Um, this particular one was shot on Coach Jimmy. Like, subscribe, hit that bell too because uh, I get into depth with jiu-jitsu moves. I talk about culture in the gym and how to make it better, uh, how to make your gyms better, and how to support your gyms and things like that. I do a lot of stuff like that on there. I absolutely love uh, doing all this stuff. This is my hobby here. So if you guys want to support us and uh, by giving us a like, thumbs up, subscribe and all that stuff, it helps me out. And as always, um, let us know if you want us to talk about something or if you got any questions. That's Jay, Bam, Taylor, and I'm Coach Jimmy. Man, you guys have a good night. Peace.